Welcome to the Empowered Podcast for my resilient trauma survivors, magical empaths, and powerful yet highly sensitive beings. Hi, my name is Janu, a self-love and empowerment coach and a trauma survivor. I am here to guide you through your journey back to your personal power and soul's mission. You are powerful in your own right. And it is my job to never let you forget that. So join me on a magical journey back to your truth. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a minute. It's been an intentional minute. Um, And I say that because I intentionally have taken a step back from creating and tuned in and just been healing. And I have been coaching. I've, you know, I've had my business going on on the side, but really most of what I feel like I've been doing this last year has been processing, has been really discovering myself and what I've become from everything that has happened in my life, from everything that I am that I didn't know I was, and just processing and really kind of calibrating all of that so I can realign and feel good in my life now, in the present moment. Because what else do we do all of this for if not that, right? To be present and to feel good in the present. So I'm just going to dive right into it because there's so much to talk about and I am very excited to talk about the topic I have today, which is self-discovery, self-awareness, because it is such a, I mean, as I just mentioned, it's been very prevalent in my life. It's been very valuable in my life, kind of bringing that, that to the forefront of my intention, but as a trauma survivor myself and as an empath myself and a highly sensitive person myself, and those are the people I coach as well, the individuals and the souls that come to me naturally, self-discovery is, it's almost like this dance and this journey that we go on that we have to look at as a dance or a journey because nothing, no two moments in life is ever the same. And you, as someone who is healing from trauma or from pain or who is an empath that's constantly experiencing life in your deepest sensitivity, emotionally or just energetically, we must kind of come back to ourselves every so often and readjust realign and rediscover what all these experiences have done for us, right? Because life is happening for us. And especially someone who is a trauma survivor or empath or highly sensitive person, when you are living unconsciously, when you are, for lack of a better word, lack that awareness of life and what's happening, we tend to think that everything's happening to us. And this is not to negate or invalidate the pain and the the abuse and, and just the trauma itself and the experience of the trauma, right? Like this life is hard. This world is, it's full of, of experiences that are, that challenge our spirit. 
And that is a very real part of this human experience. But my belief is the more you discover yourself, the more awareness you bring to who you are, to what you are, to how you operate, to how you operate, the more control you will have in the direction that you go in the experience that you have. And that is what we've come here to do. I do believe that there is a God, there is a higher power, and that higher power we are co-creating with. Because if you take a look around, I mean, everything from all these man-made materials that we live within to all the beautiful pieces and parts of nature from animals to plants to trees, it's all created by the higher power that created us as well, right? So there is something that we are co-creating with that is much greater, much more intelligent than us. And to allow that aspect of what is in existence to have their part in our co-creation is also equally as important as it is for us to understand our part in that co-creation. So the last couple months for me has been, well, I, I say couple months because I really don't have any linear, <laughs> like I don't understand time. My mind doesn't understand it. So everything is couple months. Everything is in the near future, near past to me, for me. But it's probably been a year, a year and a half where I have been intentionally healing. I started learning about what was happening to me two, two and a half years ago and started diving into it. And for the longest time, I was in that manifestation space. I was in that mindset space, which is really important, right? Those are pieces that we will talk about and that we will we will talk about in this podcast, but also in this entire, um, we will talk about in this podcast, like as the empowered podcast, but in this episode as well, is what I was trying to say. But, you know, it's, the self-discovery journey and allowing yourself to heal on that journey, it's, it just it goes one of, it's one of the same. Because as you heal, you understand the parts of you that you've almost ignored without or been unconscious to because you haven't learned about it, right? And so for me, it was really a matter of going in and understanding my triggers, my traumas, understanding the places that I've invalidated myself, doing that inner child healing, doing that soul alignment work where I've just, you know, we've all been conditioned in such a way to listen to all things external as to what what is best for us. But this experience in the last year and a half has been really like me continuously asking myself, Janu, is this you? Is this you without colonization? Is this you without the trauma? Is this you without the beliefs of, you know, your lack of worthiness or self-doubt from your trauma? Like, is this you without that? Or is there pieces of that in here? And if there is, where is it showing up? And when we discover where it's showing up, is there truth to it? Is there pieces that we can take away from it? Is there gifts here that we can learn from? And then what can we release? Because a lot of what we experience in terms of healing simply just wants to be loved, right? Like when we experience abandonment wounds, when we experience rejection, when we experience betrayal, when we experience like full-on abuse, 
these these parts of us that get triggered, these parts of us that surface to protect us have not known to be loved because of these experiences, right? Have believed that it is not worthy, that piece of us, that part of us isn't worthy of being loved unconditionally because it's experienced these experiences that it's perceived to mean it is not worthy of love. So healing is is such a beautiful journey when you start to look at it that way, especially as a trauma survivor. Because for me, a lot of the work that I do with my clients is not so much the unpacking of the trauma. I leave that to the professionals. I leave that to the counselors and the psychologists who are incredible at doing that. But it's more about the somatic practices of getting back into your body and into your power because the opposite of trauma is power. And I, I know the experience of, of being so disempowered and forgetting my truth, forgetting what I am, who I am, what I've come here to do. So if coaching is something you're interested in, if this is something that you feel is just pulling you and you're feeling that buzz in your body listening to this, message me, connect with me. Maybe there's some work we can do together to get you one step closer to your power because it truly is what I am here on earth to do in this moment in time. And I feel that with every cell in my body. And it would be my absolute privilege to connect with you, to love on you, to see you, and just to be a guide for you on this journey of you flourishing into your best, most expressed, authentic self. So the first step of what I call returning home to our sovereignty, because our sovereignty is our, our self that is has not been influenced with all these external influences, whether it is, you know, society, media, social media, parents, culture, government, school systems, music. Our sovereignty is the soul that we are, right? The soul that came here knowing to its core what it came here to do and who it is and what it represents and what it aligns with. And the first step of regaining your sovereignty, the first step on that road is self-discovery. Because how can you heal something? How can you love on something? How can you truly connect with something if you do not know what it is and how it operates? And we are talking about you, right? Like think about the analogy of a car. We all drive, most of us drive vehicles or we know of someone who drive vehicles. And if you drive a car or a truck or some type of vehicle and a dashboard light goes off and you have no idea what it means, you are going to take it to someone who can help you figure out what it means and how to fix it. But what if you could do that yourself? Now, I'm not asking all of us to be mechanics. Obviously, we are not cars. We are humans. But when it comes to our dashboard lights going off, we often resort to like we outsource that to doctors, to therapists, to people who are learned in this way. However, you have an innate knowing of how to heal so much more than you know. 
a lot of what society has, like a lot of the doctors and a lot of the first responders and care aides and, and people that are in that realm, I believe support us in need of intervention, not prevention. Of course, there are people that, that do help with prevention as well, and I am one of them. But when we look at the doctors in, in the Western world and, and in the Eastern world, I think the, the moment that that resource we should lean into is when we need that immediate intervention. Um, and of course, the knowledge and the wisdom and the guidance as well. But what I'm trying to tell you is you are powerful and you have the ability to self-heal a lot more than you have been led to believe. And there are people, there are doctors in this space, um, like Nicole LaPera, Dr. Nicole LaPera, the holistic psychologist, you may know her on Instagram, or Dr. Joe Dispenza, who is huge in the space of mind, body, connection, and healing, or even Deepak Chopra, Dr. Deepak Chopra. These people are thought leaders and forerunners in this space because you are a sovereign being, you know, without all of what society has conditioned you to believe you need, you can live without and you can thrive without. So the first step of that today we are going to talk about is self-discovery. So I, I say self-discovery, self-awareness is one of the same because it really is, of course, having self-awareness Self-discovery, the journey of, leads you to having more self-awareness. Um, but where does this lie? Where does self-awareness, cultivating self-awareness, or going on that journey of self-discovery lie in returning to your sovereign self? So the power of self-awareness lies at the very core of returning to your sovereign self. It is the key that the metaphorical key that unlocks the door to reclaiming your inherent power, your authenticity, and your freedom. Self-awareness is the ability to observe and understand yourself, including your thoughts, emotions, behaviors, patterns, and desires without judgment. Self-discovery is the journey of doing that. Now, returning to your so sovereign self requires a deep understanding of who you truly are beyond the societal conditionings and external influences, as we mentioned. And it brings clarity and insight into your strengths and your weaknesses, your differences, your values, your aspirations and your goals, and ultimately what you have come here to earth to do. I believe we are all souls having a human experience. That soul is the consciousness that you live through. And that consciousness has magic, individual magic that it has come here to express and share with the world and truly contribute to the world because the world needs it. So through self-awareness, Okay, there's many things, there's many more things that I will list here that self-awareness can help you with. But the overarching pieces of self-awareness that are really, really important for you to gain power to is number one, uncovering your limiting beliefs. It helps you identify and challenge 
the limiting beliefs and narratives, so the thoughts in your mind that you are replaying over and over again that may have shaped your perception of yourself in the world by something external, whether it's an experience, negative or positive, whether it's mostly experiences, whether it's your parents that have told them to you, whether it's social media that tells you what you are and where you stand. But by shining lights on these beliefs, you can consciously choose to release them and replace them with empowering beliefs that align with your true nature. Now, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, if something that you are speaking to yourself is coming from a place of fear or disconnection or separation, that is not you. That is not the true you. You are love and connection. And of course, we are human, right? We're not just a soul. We have come to earth to live this human experience. So that human experience does require separation. Of course, we're not physically connected to everybody. And so these thoughts are normal. They're very normal. But it's the observation without judgment and ability to pivot that kind of takes you away just from being human to to back into your soul. So understanding your triggers and emotional patterns are the the second thing you gain power to through self-awareness. And recognizing your emotional triggers and patterns is huge because it helps you understand what's driving your reactions, right? What's driving your decisions and your choices in this life. And when you know this, you can choose to respond consciously rather than reactively which allows you and empowers you to make choices aligned with your authentic self and break free from repetitive cycles. Repetitive cycles occur in our life because our human self, our mind, creates cycles and patterns so we no longer have to do things consciously, which takes more energy than allowing what's in our subconscious to be in auto mode. Right. For example, when you're driving to work on the same route every day, at some point, I'm sure most of us have experienced this, you all all of a sudden get home and you're like, well, how am I home? (laughs) How am I here already? And the reason you have been able to do that, as unsafe as that may be, (laughs) is because your subconscious has picked up what you do consistently on a daily basis and embedded it into the storage space so that when you do not have the energy to be conscious in these in these experiences, it kind of can come to the forefront of your being and help you, support you. So it's working for you, it's on your team. But then when your conscious self can come in and kind of reflect and observe what isn't serving you anymore and break free from that, that is your power, right? That is you getting back your power, taking back your power from your automatic self and readjusting to align onto the path that is where you choose to go and where you choose to be. So self-awareness number three also allows you to gain power to establish boundaries. It enables you to establish clear boundaries that honor your needs, your values, and your well-being. And boundaries is like, it's a big hype word now, 
Many of us are talking about it, one, because it's super important, and I love that people are talking about it, but boundaries are for you and for your relationships, right? And for your, excuse me, and for your connections. They are to serve you in your connections and your health and well-being. They are not to separate you from the world. And I think we can get mixed up on this. And I think there are moments where we do get mixed up because our ego does come through and say, okay, this is my boundary. When in reality, this is just a trigger that this opportunity is allowing you and has surfaced for you to work through that trigger. So really establishing where where the the responses and the reactivities are coming from is really important because then you can discern what aligns with your truth and what doesn't and confidently assert your boundaries in various aspects of life that allows you to stay in alignment. Hopefully that makes sense. So number four is... Self-awareness gives you the power to make aligned choices. You develop a deep understanding of what truly matters to you when you have more self-awareness. You make choices that align with your values and your passions and your purpose, and you build a relationship with your intuition and your inner guidance, which is truly the GPS of your life, the Google Maps of your life. And when you reclaim that connection, You reclaim your power to shape your life in a way that resonates with your authentic self. And, you know, self-awareness also gives you insight into your conditionings, what this life has conditioned in you, into your generational traumas, what your lineage has conditioned into you, and It gives you insight into your truest self, right? What does work for you? What doesn't? What does feel good and what doesn't? What is from a people, what you're doing from a people-pleasing state and what isn't coming from that space anymore? And so number five is embracing self-compassion and self-acceptance. It's really the second step after going on that journey of self-awareness and self-discovery is embracing self-compassion and acceptance because it helps you foster that self-compassion and self-acceptance when you understand where you come from. When you recognize and embrace your strengths and vulnerabilities and imperfections with the awareness and kind of foundation of how you've become this way. And it's so beautiful, right? Like when you learn that someone who maybe has hurt you themselves is hurting. When you learn that someone that's made a bad decision or a decision that hasn't served them or doesn't serve them made that decision because every single person in their lineage has ever made that decision, you gain more compassion. You understand deeper why things are happening and you no longer judge. You no longer feel the need to judge because we're all human. We're all here to make mistakes, pivot, learn, and try. And so this compassionate self-relationship that you build through embracing self-compassion and acceptance becomes the foundation for 
embracing your sovereign self and living authentically. So ultimately, by cultivating self-awareness, you embark on a journey, a profound journey of self-discovery and transformation. It empowers you to navigate life from a place of conscious choice, authenticity, and personal agency. Oh, personal agency. When I think about just having that personal agency for so many people, that's life-changing. You're no, no longer allowing anything else to dictate the decisions you make in your life and how you live your life. And it self-awareness lies in its ability. The power of self-awareness lies in its ability to guide you back to the core of your being where your sovereign self lies, waiting to be fully expressed and embraced. So I wanted to touch on those points really quickly because I think self-discovery and self-awareness, people can kind of bypass that space thinking it's not important, thinking that we know enough about ourselves, that you know we're good, but it's an ever-going journey my loves. It's it's an ever-evolving journey. And truly, it's one of my favorite parts of the journey. Every time I shift, every time something, my reality shifts, every time I feel like I'm pushing an edge, I return back to that journey of self-discovery. And I kind of ask myself, re-ask myself the questions, re-get to know myself, and almost date myself. It's so fun. It's so beautiful. And It really is something that can benefit not just you, but again, your relationships, your path and your purpose in this life and the people that you also care for and tend to. Now, there's a couple more things I want to touch on here. Um... But I think the most important thing to talk about is that self-awareness is just the first step of your sovereign journey, right? There are many other steps that come with that. And oftentimes, a lot of us, when we've experienced trauma, for example, in relationships, you can only heal that trauma in relationships. You can only do so much healing, so much awareness. You can only build so much awareness and cultivate so much acceptance on your own. We are meant to do all these things together, right? We can only do so much on our own. I am a self-love coach. I know the value of self-love and I do not think it's selfish. But the truth is on this journey of self-love for myself, it's not something that you can complete without having another whether it's a coach, whether it's a partner, whether it's a friend, it needs to be someone that has your best interest at heart, that understands you, that loves on you, that sees you for who you are, and that can give you the space to evolve as you do. And it can be really difficult for this to happen in friendships and relationships because people are not evolving at the same speed or in the same direction. And that's totally okay. That's part of our journey. That's supposed to happen. And that's why I do the work that I do, because as a coach, I am 100% on your team. I only want for you to grow and thrive, and I want you to contribute to this mission of raising the 
collective consciousness. And that can only happen by you living your authentic life and doing you to the fullest. And that is why I coach what I coach. That is why I have done what I have done because I needed that journey as well. I needed to go on that journey and heal through that journey. And I have had, oh my goodness, I have had over 15 coaches maybe on my journey and every single one of them have contributed such a gorgeous expansion on this experience of life and for this experience of life. And I want to be able to provide that for you if this is something that pulls you, if you resonate with my energy, with my vibe, with what I'm talking about, and this is somewhere on your journey. This is something on your journey that aligns with you right now. I coach on self-discovery and self-awareness, but also on self-acceptance, on self-healing, on consciously creating your most brilliant life. And if this is something you're interested in doing, send me a DM at Jiva on Instagram. Or Janu, J-A-N-U, at J-A-N-U-J-I-V-A dot com. I want to work with you. I want to help you. I want to love on you. I want to see you. And I want to just relish in all of your greatness as you flourish into that. You know, every caterpillar turns into a butterfly. And oftentimes, it's those moments where they are in the cocoon, where we are in our cocoon where we feel so lost and confused. And the more you can prep yourself, the more you can really get back into your center, the bigger you are going to grow and the more you are going to receive. It's just a natural law of the universe. So if you are interested in working together, I'm your girl. I would love to see you through it. If not, I hope The rest of these podcasts serve you in a way that can contribute a little bit to your journey in a positive way because that is what I want for you. I want you to feel like yourself in your truest expression just 1% more every day. I want that for you. And so that is all I have for today. I know I went on a tangent like I normally do, but that's okay because whatever was meant to happen here happened and I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time.